0: Scripture quotations taken from the NASB, copyright the Lockman Foundation. Welcome to day five of week 35 of the daily Bible reading. Today's reading is from 2 Chronicles 28, 2 Kings 17, Psalm 66, and 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our holy Father, we pray that you would help us to be holy. Help us to be holy in keeping our bodies for your use, that we would Regard marriage as holy and reserve it for the things that you have made for it. We pray that you would help us to be responsible in our marriages, help us to be committed to our spouses, and to not be selfish in any way. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's begin the reading in Second Chronicles 28. Ahaz was twenty years old when he became king, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. He did not do right in the sight of the Lord as David his father had done, but he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel. He also made molten images for the Baals. Moreover, he burned incense in the valley of Ben-Hinnom, and burned his sons in fire, according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord had driven out before the sons of Israel. He sacrificed and burned incense on the high places, on the hills, and under every green tree. Wherefore the Lord his God delivered him into the hand of the king of Aram, and they defeated him, and carried away from him a great number of captives, and brought them to Damascus. And he was also delivered into the hand of the king of Israel, who inflicted him with heavy casualties. For Pekah the son of Remaliah slew in Judah a hundred twenty thousand in one day, all valiant men, because they had forsaken the Lord God of their fathers. And Zichri, a mighty man of Ephraim, slew Masiah, the king's son, and Azrakam, the ruler of the house, and Elkanah, the second to the king. The sons of Israel carried away captive of their brethren two hundred thousand women, sons and daughters, and they took also a great deal of spoil from them, and brought the spoil to Samaria. But a prophet of the Lord was there, whose name was Oded, and he went out to meet the army which came to Samaria, and said to them, Behold, because the Lord, the God of your fathers, was angry with Judah, he has delivered them into your hand, and you have slain them in a rage which has even reached heaven. Now you are proposing to subjugate for yourselves the people of Judah and Jerusalem for male and female slaves. Surely do you not have transgressions of your own against the Lord your God? Now therefore listen to me and return the captives whom you captured from your brothers, for the burning anger of the Lord is against you. Then some of the heads of the sons of Ephraim, Azariah the son of Johanan, Barachiah the son of Meshillamoth, Jehizkiah the son of Shalom, and Amasa the son of Hadlai, arose against those who were coming from the battle and said to them, You must not bring the captives in here, for you are proposing to bring upon us guilt against the Lord, adding to our sins and our guilt. For our guilt is great, so that his burning anger is against Israel. So the armed men left the captives and the spoil before the officers and all the assembly. Then the men who were designated by name arose, took the captives, and they clothed all their naked ones from the spoil, and they gave them clothes and sandals, fed them and gave them drink, anointed them with oil, led all their feeble ones on donkeys, and brought them to Jericho, the city of palm trees, to their brothers. Then they returned to Samaria. At that time King Ahaz sent to the kings of Assyria for help. For again the Edomites had come and attacked Judah and carried away captives. The Philistines also had invaded the cities of the lowland and of the Negev of Judah, and had taken Beth Shemesh, Agilon, Gederoth, and Soco with its villages, Timnah with its villages, and Gimzo with its villages, and they settled there. For the Lord humbled Judah because of Ahaz king of Israel, for he had brought about a lack of restraint in Judah and was very unfaithful to the Lord. So Tiglath-Pilnezer king of Assyria came against him and afflicted him instead of strengthening him. Although Ahaz took a portion out of the house of the Lord, and out of the palace of the king and of the princes, and gave it to the king of Assyria, it did not help him. Now in the time of his distress, the same king Ahaz became yet more unfaithful to the Lord. For he sacrificed to the gods of Damascus which had defeated him, and said, Because the gods of the kings of Aram helped them, I will sacrifice to them that they may help me. But they became the downfall of him and all Israel. Moreover, when Ahaz gathered together the utensils of the house of God, he cut the utensils of the house of God in pieces, and he closed the doors of the house of the Lord, and made altars for himself in every corner of Jerusalem. In every city of Judah he made high places to burn incense to other gods, and provoked the Lord, the God of his fathers, to anger. Now the rest of his acts and all his ways, from first to last, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. So Ahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city, in Jerusalem, for they did not bring him into the tombs of the kings of Israel. And Hezekiah his son reigned in his place. Now let's read Second Kings 17. In the twelfth year of Ahaz, king of Judah, Hoshea the son of Elah became king over Israel and Samaria, and reigned nine years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, only not as the kings of Israel who were before him. Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, came up against him, and Hoshea became his servant and paid him tribute. But the king of Assyria found conspiracy in Hoshea, who had sent messengers to So, king of Egypt, and had offered no tribute to the king of Assyria, as he had done year by year. So the king of Assyria shut him up and bound him in prison. Then the king of Assyria invaded the whole land and went up to Samaria and besieged it three years. In the ninth year of Hoshea, the king of Assyria captured Samaria and carried Israel away into exile to Assyria and settled them in Hala and Hebor, on the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes. Now this came about because the sons of Israel had sinned against the Lord their God, who had brought them up from the land of Egypt, from under the hand of Pharaoh king of Egypt, and they had feared other gods and walked in the customs of the nations whom the Lord had driven out before the sons of Israel, and in the customs of the kings of Israel which they had introduced. The sons of Israel did things secretly which were not right against the Lord their God. Moreover, they built for themselves high places in all their towns, from watchtower to fortified city. They set for themselves sacred pillars and asherim in every high hill and under every green tree, and there they burned incense on all the high places as the nations did which the Lord had carried away to exile before them, and they did evil things, provoking the Lord. They served idols, concerning which the Lord had said to them, You shall not do this thing. Yet the Lord warned Israel and Judah through all his prophets and every seer, saying, Turn from your evil ways and keep my commandments, my statutes according to all the law which I commanded your fathers, and which I sent to you through my servants the prophets. However, they did not listen, but stiffened their neck like their fathers, who did not believe in the Lord their God. They rejected his statutes and his covenant which he made with their fathers, and his warnings with which he warned them. And they followed vanity and became vain and went after the nations which surrounded them, concerning which the Lord had commanded them not to do like them. They forsook all the commandments of the Lord their God, and made for themselves molten images, even two calves, and made an Asherah, and worshipped all the host of heaven, and served Baal. Then they made their sons and their daughters pass through the fire, and practiced divination and enchantments, and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him. So the Lord was very angry with Israel, and removed them from his sight. None was left except the tribe of Judah. Also Judah did not keep the commandments of the Lord their God, but walked in the customs which Israel had introduced. The Lord rejected all the descendants of Israel, and afflicted them and gave them into the hand of plunderers, until he had cast them out of his sight. When he had torn Israel from the house of David, they made Jeroboam the son of Nebat king. Then Jeroboam drove Israel away from following the Lord and made them commit a great sin. The sons of Israel walked in all the sins of Jeroboam, which he did. They did not depart from them until the Lord removed Israel from his sight, as he spoke through all his servants the prophets. So Israel was carried away into exile from their own land to Assyria until this day. The king of Assyria brought men from Babylon and from Cuthah and from Ava and from Hamath and Sepharvaim and settled them in the cities of Samaria in place of the sons of Israel. So they possessed Samaria and lived in its cities. At the beginning of their living there, they did not fear the Lord. Therefore the Lord sent lions among them, which killed some of them. So they spoke to the king of Assyria, saying, The nations whom you have carried away into exile in the cities of Samaria do not know the custom of the God of the land, So he has sent lions among them, and behold, they kill them, because they do not know the custom of the God of the land. Then the king of Assyria commanded, saying, Take there one of the priests whom you have carried away into exile, and let him go and live there, and let him teach them the custom of the God of the land. So one of the priests whom they had carried away into exile from Samaria came and lived at Bethel, and taught them how they should fear the Lord. But every nation still made gods of its own and put them in the houses of the high places which the people of Samaria had made, every nation in their cities in which they lived. The men of Babylon made Succoth-Benoth, the men of Cuth made Nergal, the men of Hamath made Ashima, and the Avites made Nibhaz and Tartak, and the Sepharvites burned their children in the fire to Adramelech and Enamelech, the gods of Sephirvaim. They also feared the Lord, and appointed from themselves priests of the high places who acted for them in the houses of the high places. They feared the Lord and served their own gods, according to the custom of the nations from among whom they had been carried away into exile. To this day they do according to the earlier customs. They do not fear the Lord, nor do they follow their statutes or their ordinances or the law or the commandments which the Lord commanded the sons of Jacob, whom he named Israel with him the Lord made a covenant, and commanded them, saying, You shall not fear other gods, nor bow down yourselves to them, nor serve them, nor sacrifice to them. But the Lord, who brought you up from the land of Egypt, with great power, and with an outstretched arm, him you shall fear, and to him you shall bow yourselves down, and to him you shall sacrifice. The statutes, and the ordinances, and the law, and the commandment which he wrote for you, you shall observe to do for ever." and you shall not fear other gods. The covenant that I have made with you you shall not forget, nor shall you fear other gods. But the Lord your God you shall fear, and he will deliver you from the hand of all your enemies. However, they did not listen, but they did according to their earlier custom. So while these nations feared the Lord, they also served their idols, their children likewise, and their grandchildren, as their fathers did, so they do to this day. Now let's read Psalm 66. For the choir director, a song, a psalm. Shout joyfully to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your works. Because of the greatness of your power, your enemies will give feigned obedience to you. All the earth will worship you and will sing praises to you. They will sing praises to your name. Selah. Come and see the works of God, who is awesome in his deeds toward the sons of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. There let us rejoice in him. He rules by his might forever. His eyes keep watch on the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. Sila, Bless our God, O peoples, and sound his praise abroad, who keeps us in life and does not allow our feet to slip. For you have tried us, O God, you have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into the net, you laid an oppressive burden upon our loins. You made men ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, yet you brought us out into a place of abundance. I shall come into your house with burnt offerings. I shall pay you my vows, which my lips uttered, and my mouth spoke when I was in distress. I shall offer to you burnt offerings of fat beasts, with the smoke of rams, I shall make an offering of bulls with male goats. Selah Come and hear all who fear God, and I will tell you of what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard wickedness in my heart, the Lord will not hear. But certainly God has heard. He has given heed to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, who has not turned away my prayer, nor his loving kindness from me. And now let's read 1 Corinthians, chapter 7. Now concerning the things about which you wrote, it is good for a man not to touch a woman, but because of immoralities, each man is to have his own wife, and each woman is to have her own husband. The husband must fulfill his duty to his wife, and likewise also the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does, And likewise, also, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Stop depriving one another, except by agreement for a time, so that you may devote yourselves to prayer, and come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. But this I say by way of concession, not of command. Yet I wish that all men were even as I myself am. However, each man has his own gift from God— one in this manner and another in that. But I say to the unmarried and to widows that it is good for them if they remain even as I. But if they do not have self-control, let them marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. But to the married I give instructions, not I but the Lord, that the wife should not leave her husband. But if she does leave, she must remain unmarried or else be reconciled to her husband and that the husband should not divorce his wife. But to the rest I say, not the Lord, that if any brother has a wife who is an unbeliever, and she consents to live with him, he must not divorce her. And a woman who has an unbelieving husband, and he consents to live with her, she must not send her husband away. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified through his wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified through her believing husband. For otherwise your children are unclean, but now they are holy. Yet if the unbelieving one leaves, let him leave. The brother or the sister is not under bondage in such cases, but God has called us to peace. For how do you know, O wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, O husband, whether you will save your wife? Only as the Lord has assigned to each one, as God has called each, in this manner let him walk. And so I direct in all the churches, Was any man called when he was already circumcised, he is not to become uncircumcised. Has any one been called in uncircumcision, he is not to be circumcised. Circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing, but what matters is the keeping of the commandments of God. Each man must remain in that condition in which he was called. Were you called while a slave? Do not worry about it. But if you are able also to become free, rather do that. For he who was called in the Lord while a slave is the Lord's freedman. Likewise, he who was called while free is Christ's slave. You were bought with a price. Do not become slaves of men. Brethren, each one is to remain with God in that condition in which he was called. Now, concerning virgins, I have no command of the Lord, but I give an opinion, as one who by the mercy of the Lord is trustworthy. I think, then, that this is good in view of the present distress— that it is good for a man to remain as he is. Are you bound to a wife? Do not seek to be released. Are you released from a wife? Do not seek a wife. But if you marry, you have not sinned, and if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. Yet such will have trouble in this life, and I am trying to spare you. But this I say, brethren, the time has been shortened, so that from now on, those who have wives should be as though they had none, and those who weep as though they did not weep and those who rejoice as though they did not rejoice, and those who buy as though they did not possess, and those who use the world as though they did not make full use of it. For the form of this world is passing away. But I want you to be free from concern. One who is unmarried is concerned about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But one who is married is concerned about the things of the world, how he may please his wife, and his interests are divided." The woman who is unmarried and the virgin is concerned about the things of the Lord, that she may be holy, both in body and spirit. But one who is married is concerned about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. This I say for your own benefit, not to put a restraint upon you, but to promote what is appropriate and to secure undistracted devotion to the Lord. But if any man thinks that he is acting unbecomingly toward his virgin daughter— If she is past her youth, and if it must be so, let him do what he wishes. He does not sin, let her marry. But he who stands firm in his heart, being under no constraint, but has authority over his own will, and has decided this in his own heart, to keep his own virgin daughter, he will do well. So then both he who gives his own virgin daughter in marriage does well, and he who does not give her in marriage will do better. A wife is bound as long as her husband lives, but if her husband is dead, she is free to be married to whom she wishes, only in the Lord. But in my opinion, she is happier if she remains as she is, and I think that I also have the Spirit of God. And that is the reading for today and for this week. Next week, all the readings will be read by Matthew as... He prepared ahead of time since my wife was having a baby, and we've had that baby this past Saturday, August the 27th. His name is Elijah James. But that's why you'll be hearing Matthew all this next week. Until then, keep meditating on the Word of God.